This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Interviews. So we have with us Luke Harding, a British journalist and a foreign correspondent for The Guardian. He's now based in London and was best known for uh, when he was in Russia for The Guardian from 2007 till 2011 when he was refused entry because of the kind of stories he had written about in, in about Putin and in Russia. So um we are now looking at uh, you also wrote about snowden oliver mm. St- you wrote the book and oliver stone has made the film right. on on snowden now uh looking at before we get into the uh, post truth uh want to talk about these three elements of putin's uh, treatment of the press donald trump and narendra modi who hasn't had a press conference in since he became a pri- uh, prime minister yeah. now your experience with putin the stories that you wrote that got you into trouble how does putin deal with journalists i mean we know we know that he was responsible for uh, killing uh, you wrote a book about it um, about yeah, i mean he, a, a public inquiry last year found that putin probably approved the kind of KGB stroke FSB that's the modern Russian spy agency operation to murder Alexander Litvinenko who was a kind of vehement critic of Putin's back in 2006 with a radioactive cup of tea um and actually Litvinenko was a journalist as well as a kind of campaigner wrote books but but yeah i mean there's a common theme here which is of of um authoritarian leaders who don't like the media um and try and uh kind of marginalize and in some cases kind of kill critical voices um but there's a, there's a trend here we we we've, we've seen Donald Trump we've seen um Erdogan in Turkey we've seen Putin um I, I mean Narendra Modi was democratically elected but as you say he's he's no friend of uh the the kind of critical press i mean i think i think in russia in a russian context what what was made clear to me when i was there was that there are certain sort of stories which are essentially taboo you can report them but you can report them at your peril and they include putin's money he's a very rich guy officially he's not a very rich guy but he and his friends are kind of um billionaires many times over um there's a war going on an insurgency in the north caucasus of russia where where um foreign journalists are not really welcome to kind of roam around and report uh, and the other story which kind of annoyed the 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 Putin regime was 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 my kind of i- investigation into Litvinenko's into Litvinenko's murder so so these are kind of sensitive themes um and i think i think we're going in a very worrying direction i mean what we what we've seen with what we've seen with Trump is um basically him sort of accusing CNN of, of purveying fake news and he's trying to kind of divide the media and and bring on board widen the white house press pool bring on board you know marginal right wing very right wing uh, websites like Breitbart which will just do flattering stuff about him um so it, it it's 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 clearly a dangerous moment and i think what's needed from from journalists and from reporters is kind of collective solidarity rather than kind of competing and fighting over scoops we need to pool information um like actually we did with the panama papers this big investigation into offshore of, of which i was a part where there were almost 400 journalists in 80 different countries working on a single story single big leak um and we need to work together whether it's with trump with modi with erdogan with putin what is uh, of concern and worrying is that Narendra Modi got elected with a lot of post truths that people chose to believe and he was elected on that basis and we see a successful Donald Trump mm-hmm. uh, becoming president on similar kind of lies which what one could call a collective shadow mm-hmm. believed how does journalism combat what people want to believe i mean isn't that what post truth is about that we have to fight 
something which people would rather believe what they want to rather than look at facts. Yeah, and, and this is what the kind of clever sort of um, sort of new authoritarian leaders have, have figured out that actually it doesn't matter what's true. Um, that, that what matters is what people can be persuaded to believe is true. Um, and, and I think Putin is kind of the world master at this kind of thing. That, that essentially uh, he has a sort of nihilistic uh, philosophy of information where, where anything can be sold, any story, however, however dark or fantastical, can, can be disseminated. And that, that a section of the people will of the population will believe it. Uh, uh, and more than that, in a way, you don't have to persuade everybody. You just have to kind of flood the zone with confusing information um, so people don't really know what's true and what's not. And that, you know, any... There's actually a very good book written by a, a friend friend of mine who also specializes in Russia called Peter Pomerantsov. And it's its title is Nothing is True and Everything is Possible. And that might serve as the motto for, 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 for these people. How does one know whether Russian hacked the election? You say this, but we say this kind of thing. So I just think we have to kind of keep calm, hold our nerve, um, uh, be empirical, follow the evidence, uh, collaborate, um, and not exactly wait for better times, but, but be, be kind of engaged. Um, and and not give up. It seems to be an impossible task when you look at the success of post-truth. Um, well, well, I I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I think most the, the the truths generally come out eventually. I mean, they, they they don't always. But if you look, for example, at the Soviet Union, which was built on a kind of pernicious ideology um, and which lied about practically everything. I mean, lying is a sort of KGB doctrine. But but. When the regime finally crumbled, when we had a kind of revolution in, in 1989, 1990, you know, we, we discovered, for example, that, that, that the NKVD had, had murdered thousands of, of Polish, Polish officers during the Second World War, which was a crime for six years they blamed on the Nazis. We discovered a lot about extraterritorial assassinations of Trots, Trotsky, of Ukrainian nationalists, and so on. So, so I think in the long run, I think these regimes have a repressive... Um, all of their murky secrets will come out, and, and it's our job to keep chipping away at that in the meantime. Uh, this disease has now been given a, an official name, mm. post-truth. Yeah. So one would think that now that it is officially a disease, uh, it should be easier to combat it, that the public, when they read, uh, become a little more conscious of what the facts really are. Yeah, well, well uh, th- that's our job. I mean, our job is, uh, as journalists, as writers, as citizens, our job is to tell stories and and our job is to tell true stories not 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 real stories or or fictitious stories which kind of adhere if you're a novelist adhere to a kind of greater truth if you like um and and th- th- that's what we, we, we do we tell we, t- we tell stories we're we're, we're we're storytellers i mean here we are at the jaipur literary festival it's full of storytellers um and i i think we 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 we, we play an important role I'm not, I'm not saying that we're we're more important than you know other people who do useful jobs in society but ultimately our role has to be one of of truth telling and speaking truth to power um uh, especially now it's never felt more urgent and more important Thank you very much, Luke. <laughs> That's right. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.